Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. For the first time in American history, a former president is facing criminal charges. What we're learning about the grand jury's decision to indict former president Donald Trump. Saturday is a WRAL weather alert day. I'm tracking hour by hour which areas are under a level one storm risk and where winds could gust up to 50 miles per hour. A balloon released today for a murdered 14-year-old Wilson County boy. Coming up, the powerful message his mother had for other children in this community. We begin with that breaking story tonight. A grand jury has indicted former President Donald Trump. Thank you for joining us. I'm Gerald Owens. And I'm Deborah Morgan. It is the first time in history a former president has been charged with a crime. We are waiting to see what the actual charges are. This all stems from the investigation into whether President Trump paid hush money into a woman, to a woman rather, during the 2016 presidential campaign. Chris Lovengood is in the WRO Live Center with some updates for us tonight. Chris? Well, Gerald and Deborah, I'll tell you, we've been looking at uh, the president's social media platform, Truth Social, to see him basically resharing a statement from his website there. I'll just kind of read over a little bit some of the highlights there, him saying, quote, this is political persecution and election interference at the highest level in history. And he said that the Manhattan DA handling this case is, quote, a disgrace, and he attacked his conduct. He also said, I believe this witch hunt will backfire massively on Joe Biden. Now, I've also been looking around for some other reaction. Let's show you this here. This is from Senator Ted Budd from North Carolina saying the Manhattan DA's partisan prosecution of President Trump is a disgrace. New York City has a real problem with violent crime, and he goes on to, again, attack Alvin Bragg, the DA's conduct. And then I also want to show you this. This is Adam Kinzinger's Twitter's account. If that name sounds familiar, he was the Republican on the January 6th investigative committee looking into the riots that happened. And you'll see him saying that, quote, today is a somber day for our nation. Donald Trump committed many crimes, but this indictment should be a reminder that America, in America, no one is above the law. I want to leave you with one last thing that I saw on Twitter here. This is from Stormy Daniels, which I think is important to bring up because some people would say that this is the catalyst of how this all happened. Again, of course, those alleged hush money payments that were made. She just simply said, thank you, retweeting someone else uh, talking about the indictment of Donald Trump is no cause for joy. So a lot of stuff that we're looking in terms of indictment. And uh, I just want to show you one last thing here. This is the former president's son, Donald Trump Jr., speaking on his show online. And just one quick quote that I saw him saying that what happens is happening to his father is, quote, communist level stuff. I'll use a different word there. So here in the WRLI, Center. I'm going to be watching very carefully to see other reactions that are coming out online for this historic day for America. Something, a moment that has uh, obviously never happened before with the first president being charged with the crime. Thank you, Chris. Joining us now is UNC Chapel Hill law professor Carissa Hessek. She's a criminal law expert and the director of the Prosecutors and Politics Project. Professor, thank you for being with us. This is the first time a former president has ever been charged with a crime. As someone who has spent your entire legal, your entire career in the legal profession, what was your immediate response to this news? Well, I was um, not surprised to hear that this happened because we've gotten, I think, leaks and news reports for many, many days now that this was that this was coming, that this was in the pipeline. This case has taken years of investigation and the process still isn't over. Why did it take so long? We don't have 
perfect information about that. It sounds as though um, Cy Vance, who was the prosecutor before Alvin Bragg, was conducting an investigation. That investigation did not finish before he left office. It was actually the investigation was actually mentioned quite a bit in the primary election that Alvin Bragg ended up winning. Um, we know from news reports that Bragg uh, conti was continuing the investigation and had brought in additional prosecutors to work on it. But at some point, those prosecutors left. Uh, there were reports that they were unhappy that Bragg wasn't moving forward, that he didn't think that there was sufficient information or sufficient evidence to bring charges. And then in more recent weeks, we heard that a grand jury was hearing more witnesses. I don't think that we know enough to know why it was that things slowed down before picking back up again. Maybe we will eventually find that out. But the grand jury is supposed to be a confidential process. So even the le leaks that we've been getting up until now are relatively unusual. How concerned should the former president be? I mean, I think anyone who gets indicted should always be concerned. Now, what's the next step, Professor? Where do we go from here? So we haven't actually seen a copy of the indictment yet. We say, we've heard on news accounts that people who are familiar with the grand jury investigation um, have said that the grand jury voted to indict the former president. But until that indictment becomes public, I don't think that we can have a very good legal analysis of the way that um, D.A. Bragg and his office decided to structure these charges and the precise facts that they're using um, in support of what they say um, are, are crimes. Professor Carissa Hessig, we appreciate your time and expertise tonight. Thank you very much. My pleasure. You can find more coverage on the former president's indictment on WRAL.com. Well, it has been an absolutely stunning day. The sun is starting to set on this gorgeous day. Changes are coming, though, as we look live in Moore County as people are trying to get every little bit of golf in they possibly can. A WRL weather alert day has been declared ahead of Saturday's wind and storms. Meteorologist Kat Campbell is in the WRL Severe Weather Center. Kat. We wanted to give everybody a heads up for Saturday with this WRL weather alert day. Winds will be gusting 40 to 50 miles per hour, and this is outside of rain and storms. It could be sunny, it could be dry. Still, it's going to be a windy day. A few thunderstorms will be possible, though, in our eastern counties, and the rain on Saturday could have an impact on your outdoor plans. We have several thousand people in town for Dreamville, and we are expecting some impacts on Saturday. So let's take an in-depth look at Futurecast. 6 a.m. Saturday, the rain still to our west. We could begin to see some rain as early as 8 a.m. in our western communities. I think it's closer to 10 a.m. to noon that we would see rain chances peak around the triangle. Here we are on Futurecast paused at noon. Still some showers around in Raleigh and Dreamville does kick off at noon, but these showers are likely to pretty quickly clear out to the east. Now, once we get closer to that one to three o'clock time frame, that's when we could see some of those thunderstorms in our eastern counties. But once we get past two o'clock. I think rain chances quickly go down around the triangle. We dry out. We've got sunshine for the afternoon, but quite blustery. I'll have a closer look at the severe weather threat and who's under that risk for Saturday coming up in just a few minutes. We'll also take a look at the rainfall potential. I know a lot of interest out there, Deborah, <laughs> and just how much rain could fall with Dreamville, all those people yeah. and the mud potential. So maybe Absolutely. don't wear your uh, best boots out. No, that way. good idea. All right, Kat, thank you. 
Hearts are heavy in Wilson tonight. Right now, friends and family are at a vigil for 14-year-old Bernard Williams. Investigators found the boy's body in a ditch on Sunday. The next day, they charged a 19-year-old suspect with murder. WRL's Brett Neese joins us now live in Wilson, where they're honoring Williams and his family. Brett? Yeah, Deborah, that uh, vigil, the balloon release wrapped up just a, a short while ago, but it really was a powerful moment out here seeing hundreds of people gather for this 14-year-old boy. This is uh, along Landfill Road. This is the same area where sheriff's deputies found his body on Sunday morning. But if we take a look across the, the street here, you can see the sun is setting on the area where they did release green and orange balloons. Those colors his mother tells me were the colors of his favorite hoodie. He wore that hoodie everywhere uh, around the community with friends. And it just really was a powerful moment to see that many people come out for one life and it, just a life that was cut short way too early. And his mother told a lot of the children that were gathered here to be mindful of who they are hanging out with. She was very adamant that people stayed away from any gang members in this community. She says she doesn't know how her son got caught up in the people that uh, he was with when this tragedy happened this past weekend. But uh, she just was really, really wanted to make the point and really drove home that point uh, in with this community to be cautious of who you're hanging around with and know that your family is the who are most important to you and that they love you the most and that those are the people you stay close to. Of course, we're going to have a lot more on this story tonight on our later evening news, Deborah. Quite a message from that mother. Thank you, Brett. Winston-Salem police say the person shot at Forsyth Tech Community College today was an 18-year-old high schooler on campus for an event. The student, the injury is not life-threatening and appears to be self-inflicted. The shooting caused a lockdown which lasted roughly three hours. Students ran and hid. Parents nervously waited to see their children as all of this unfolded. Police say the student was shot in the hand. Students at two schools in our area saw increased law enforcement presence today. First at Rocky Mount Prep School after someone threatened the school last night. As a precaution, officers came out to the school and bus stops when students were released this afternoon. Investigators are still looking into whether the threat was valid. Then at Southview High School in Cumberland County, the sheriff says rumors about an active shooter were wrong. No credible threats toward the school were ever found. Deputies patrolled the campus just in case. Raleigh police continue to look for the person who robbed a downtown bank in broad daylight. This happened at the Mechanics and Farmers Bank on East Hargett Street. WRO's Eric Miller has been following this story and joins us live with what we know tonight. Eric, we almost got away with it. Well, Gerald, you can see in the last couple of hours that crime scene tape is down. The officers have cleared out from in front of the MNF Bank. We've been checking in with Raleigh police all day and still no arrests made and no description of this person released. We know this happened right around 310 this afternoon. That robber walking through, stepping through these doors right here before slipping the teller a note demanding money. The teller complied. That robber then ran and disappeared. Raleigh police are continuing their search tonight. This remains a developing story. We'll bring you updates as soon as we get them. Back to you. All right, Eric, thank you. Well, after spending one night in the Wake County Detention Center, 20-year-old Landon Glass is now out of jail. Paperwork shows he left the jail just after noon today. His family posted the $250,000 bond last night. Glass will now be on house arrest with an electronic monitor. He's also not allowed to drive a car unless it is properly inspected. 20-year-old Glass is accused of hitting and killing 11-year-old Haley Brooks in the Raleigh Christmas Parade. 
A new push to lower the blood alcohol content to drive legally in North Carolina coming up. The new number lawmakers are proposing and which state saw success when it lowered the limit. I want to bring you back into the WRL Life Center. We had someone call WRL News asking if we could actually explain what led up to this situation regarding uh, former President Trump's indictment. And so, although I am limited on time, I can kind of give you the uh, the speed run of it. Essentially, this all kind of had a catalyst with Stormy Daniels, the uh, adult film star, who wanted to have her story sold to the National Enquirer years ago. Uh, but the thing is, they didn't actually take the story. Instead, there was a deal that was brokered between uh, Stormy Daniels' attorney and Michael Cohen, the former attorney for President Donald Trump. And that's where we bring in, again, Michael Cohen right there. Now, he pleaded guilty uh, to, again, making that hush money payment to Stormy Daniels back in 2016 during the presidential election of Donald Trump. And that's really the thing that's in question here was, is that breaking campaign financing laws? We're talking about $130,000 in question here. And prosecutors argue, yes, that was something that would have benefited the Trump campaign. And so that's where we kind of are today, President Trump being indicted on these charges. So this is something that we're still watching. It's still unfolding. And you may be wondering, how do we even know this indictment even happened? Well, it was first reported by the New York Times. And then Trump's own lawyers say, that yes, he had been indicted. So this is a very uh, fluid situation. It's still moving right now, and we're still watching these developments as they come in. Again, the first former president of the United States being indicted on a criminal charge like this, it's substantial, and it's something we are watching very closely here at WREL News. All right, thank you, Chris. Some state house lawmakers want to lower the North Carolina legal blood alcohol limit from 0.08 to 0.05. Lawmakers in favor say it would give people more incentive to find another safer ride home. Those who pose say it might capture a lot of people who may have had a couple of drinks but aren't really a risk behind the wheel. The NTSB has recommended this change for years now. Utah was the only state to do it, and that state has seen a decline in fatal alcohol-related crashes. A bill that would make more nurses eligible to work in public school is heading to the state Senate. Today, the bill passed through the House. It would remove the requirement that nurses either already have national certification or they obtain it within three years of working in schools. And with nearly 3,000 individual public schools in North Carolina, this state would need to nearly double its number of nurses to meet the goal of one in every school. And without a nurse, schools may rely on teachers to make sure a student receives their medication. Civil rights attorney and North Carolina native Ben Crump will address NC Central graduates in May. Crump will be the keynote speaker for the institution's 141st commencement exercises. The address is set for 8 a.m. Saturday, May 6th. The ceremony will stream live on the university's website, Facebook page, and YouTube channel. We'll pack a rain jacket and boots. We are expecting some rain and wind Saturday during the highly anticipated Anticipated Dreamville Festival at Dix Park. We asked the city of Raleigh its plan for inclement weather. The spokesperson said they could not give specifics, but we received a statement saying they do have a plan in place for inclement weather that would be activated based on conditions. We talked to people who say they still expect people to show up based on the lineup. Festival organizers tell us they are optimistic. 
When asked what might cause delays or cancellations, the Dreamville spokesperson says there are several factors, including standing water and the severity of the winds, as well as lightning. Meteorologist Kat Campbell joining us now from the WREL Severe Weather Center. So Kat, I know a lot of pressure on all of you in the Weather Center to be able to pinpoint exactly what's going to happen and when on Saturday. Exactly. We have so many events going on around the Triangle this weekend. We've got Dreamville happening. The Durham Bulls have their first home weekend, their home opener tomorrow. Luckily, it looks pretty good for the Durham Bulls home opener. Mostly cloudy, a quick shower, but this would be low impact. And it looks dry really for at least the first pitch on most of our models. I'll be out there myself. I don't think that the weather looks bad enough to not go. So if that makes you feel better, there you go. 72 degrees Saturday. Can't rule out a shower early since the game's at one o'clock, but really models show the bulk of the rain out of there. I think you'll be good to go for most of the game Saturday and Sunday. And we're going to be closely watching this system that moves into the area on Saturday. This is what will bring winds with it. Winds gusting 40 to perhaps 50 miles per hour and some showers and thunderstorms. Luckily, the storms are not looking like anything, anything like what will take place tomorrow. A significant and very large threat for severe weather across the country. This extends all the way up into the Midwest. The South has seen the fair share of severe weather over the past month uh, with a level four risk again, unfortunately, in parts of Mississippi and Arkansas, but also a level four risk to the north closer to uh, closer to the Midwest as well. By the time the system gets here Saturday, East of the triangle, this is where we have a level one threat for severe weather. The main concern would be damaging wind gusts, but there is a greater threat for some lightning in our eastern counties. As for us here in the triangle, a lot of interest in how this is going to affect Dreamville. So this is our latest forecast at noon when it starts on Saturday. There is going to be a good chance for rain. At this point, it looks more like rain than storms. Once we get to 2 o'clock, though, look at how quickly rain chances drop just in a matter of two hours. Just a 30% chance. Temperatures in the 70s by 4 o'clock. I really think you're going to be good to go. For the remainder of the day, it'll be muddy, so wear rain boots or some kind of boots you can wipe off easily. But the winds will be strong all day long on Saturday. So between the storms, the rain, the wind, and so much going on in the triangle, we declared a WRL weather alert day for Saturday. Luckily, Sunday looks great. Great. We've got great weather Saturday evening and Sunday for Dreamville. In terms of how much rain we could see, we're looking at a quarter of an inch or less. Unless you see a thunderstorm, then it could be a little bit more. And a quarter of an inch of rain isn't terrible, but we've already seen over an inch of rain this week. When you add this on top of that, and then several thousand people, it's going to be quite muddy out there at Dix Park this weekend. Tomorrow should be an okay day, though. It's mostly cloudy with just a small chance of a shower. I know that those raindrop icons may make it look like a bad day, but it's not going to rain all day. In fact, many of us won't see any rain at all. It's just a 30% chance, but there will be more clouds out there. You see some rain. I don't think it'll last all that long. So overall, it looks like a not a bad start to the weekend. Saturday is the concern. Once we get to Sunday, we're good to go. Monday, Tuesday, temperatures are warming back up. In fact, we have three days with high mm. temperatures in the 80s once we get to the middle of next week. That's Very nice. Good. Very warm. Yeah, Thanks, Kat. Kat. You can listen to this newscast as a podcast. The WRL News Daily Podcast features entire newscasts from beginning to end. Morning, noon, evening, and the 7 p.m. newscasts are added to the podcast each day. You can find WRL News Daily in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.
And where would you rather be than at home watching WRL News on your television? In Beaufort, watching WRL News on your cell phone. This is a live look at the sun setting over Beaufort, the prettiest shot that we so have, pretty. one of our cameras there. We'll be right back after the break. WRL Life Center for this breaking news it's coming from the Department of Justice saying that 53-year-old Furman Ford from Raleigh has been uh, sentenced to 17 years in prison for conspiracy to commit health care fraud, health care fraud, 10 counts of wire fraud, and 10 counts of aggravated identity theft. This goes back to a scheme, investigators say, that went between uh, 2018 and uh, I believe a few years after that, where essentially he was trying to uh, trick group homes in Wake County, Durham, and Johnson County into providing client Medicare information, even targeting churches in Bladen County offering food in exchange for Medicare information. All right, Chris, thank you. Let's take a live look at Carolina Beach. More than two dozen sharks, at least that we know about, are swimming up and down the coast as we speak. Six of them are great whites. One shark in particular is very large. Yeah, the shark is named by the nonprofit group O-Search, which tracks these animals. And uh, you can too, if you have a mm -hmm. shark app, you can just download it onto your phone. It's a shark tracker. O-Search says their mission is to keep you and the sharks safe. The crew on this O-Search mission represents a nonprofit organization focused on returning our world's oceans to abundance. And we're doing that by focusing on studying sharks and particularly um, the white shark. Sharks are incredibly important um, balancers of the ecosystem. Dr. Harley Newton says O-Search monitors shark activity around the world. They use the coast of the Carolinas all the way around Florida and into the Gulf of Mexico. Um, essentially from December until about mid-May. Then they head north from your smartphone or computer not only can you locate a shark in real time, but also learn its name and weight. Meet Brayton, a 19-foot-long great white weighing nearly 1,500 pounds. It can be a good um, reference point just to know um, what animals are, are around. The crew catches, tags, and gathers sharks' blood samples. They check their health, diet, and hormone levels to learn if they are reproductively active. Newton says the data and public awareness are vital. And we really hope that people are able to use the O-Search tracker so that they can learn more about how these animals move and really appreciate um, how important they are to everything that we do when we're in the ocean. I had a chance to spend three days with that group yeah. about 10 years ago, Cape Cod. It's amazing so what cool. they do. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Thank you for joining us and making WRL your choice for local news. Our next newscast at 10 on Fox 50 and at 11 on WRL. Good night, everyone. Keep watching WRAL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.